1: Greetings and welcome to a Thursday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is December 28th. Andy, how we doing?
0: Brendan, I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm great. It's a long time
1: since we last chatted. I mean, that two and a half I hour know. year in review marathon. Got that in the the hay in the barn or the horse in the barn, whatever the term is. And uh, took, a, <laughs> took a little break from Shotgun Start. But, but we're back to do a little mid, that week between New Year's and Christmas is always kind of a... Odd, strange, no man's land, especially in our business when there's typically not much golf happening, golf news happening. But we're back. We figured we'd get one more for like the last weekend of the year travel here coming up. Um
0: well, you know, I was uh I, I satisfied my my flights last night. I uh oh, what'd I you flew, do? <laughs> I flew I wanna hear that. I flew I flew from San Francisco to Los Angeles and right back. I was on the exact really? same plane.
1: Did you get off? Did you have to get off and re-scan? I had to get all off. That? Yeah, I had yeah. to get off.
0: Of course, like both flights had like issues. It was like you know <laughs> I had this great year, <laughs> so, so like I was like I was supposed to have like two hours in between my flights. So I was like, oh, yeah, like yeah. it was night. So I was like, I'll go get nice dinner. A like I'll just yeah. like sit down, have a dinner and beer. Of course, I yeah. had like 20 minutes and I'm like, I, I don't want to <laughs> eat right re- land at 10 p.m. Like, yeah. <laughs> so it was it was fine. It was fine. I, You know, there is moments <laughs> like I, I, I'm I driving to the airport. And I'm like, this is the dumbest uh, effing thing that I've ever uh, done in my life. Yeah. But right. then there's like moments. It's like I'm like, I will think about like the red eye, the like uh-huh. Sunday night red eye that I'll take some point to like North Carolina. And yeah. I'll be like, oh, thank God I have upgrade points to get up to first class and like yeah, have a little yeah. bit more space. So it's like this constant, you know, teetering of like, really, like, what am I doing? And then like, OK, I know why I'm doing this, but it's over. It's over. I'm, done. I'm glad you got that done. I'm glad you got that I think that there was done. somebody else on the flight that was doing the same thing, too, because like. This guy, I saw this guy that was like, you know, across from me waiting to get on the flight, and then I grabbed a quick bite to eat, and I like turned around when I got 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 my food to go sit down, and he was like behind me, and I was like, oh, this guy must be doing the same thing.
1: I think I'm close on not your level. Some PQP. I need like one more trip, but I don't think I'm going to be able to do that, to bump up a status but i don't think i'm gonna be doing that i saw someone some listener submitted they flew from like monterey to like san francisco some 15 minute flight i doubt it was monterey to san francisco to do this to
0: get this done
1: uh but this is apparently a practice i'm glad you got yours in before the end of the year
0: A guy, a guy we work with uh, his wife needed a flight and she flew from atlanta to greenville And he drove from Atlanta to Greenville, picked her up, (laughs) and they spent the weekend in Greenville. That's insane. That's
1: insane. Good. Well, I'm glad you got just a nice little plane ride, like a little kid just flying around for the fun of it. Get your
0: points. I love that. It was so ridiculous. (laughs) The the moment I felt the dumbest was like telling my three-year-old I had to go to the airport and her, of course, asking why. And I'm like I, I can't even explain to you why I have to go to the airport.
1: As a West Coaster and the, the prevalence with which you have to take red eyes now, I suppose it's much more worth it than where you based in Chicago or something like that. Getting those upgrade, right? I mean, that's what I did when we were at our member guest. I was like, I'm moving up for the red eye back to I, DC. So. It,
0: yeah, like knowing you're gonna take probably like five, five to six red eyes. Being able to like some of them, I'm gonna get bumped up just because, yeah. But like the ones, like the ones you need when you know you have like a big day the next day, especially if it's like SFO to Newark, um, where you get the lay flats. If you can get a lay flats, game changer, right? (laughs) Red eyes are terrible. I have a whole, I have a whole routine, you know, and yeah, yeah.
1: It, you're going to need it, just, it again. It never goes year. well.
0: Like, you get like three yeah. hours. You're just, yeah. You're just yeah. beat up by the end of it. Then you're in this like time warp. That's the worst is like, you're in this time warp. And w- with th- what I do for a living, you know, I usually am going to be up like the next day at like 4 a.m. Eastern to shoot photos. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, you just like lose complete track of like any bearing of time. Yep.
1: Yeah, what you're you're here, what you're doing unintentionally now is prefacing a big year to come, right? We're excited about Friday, whether it's Club TFV, our normal shotgun start, our majors coverage. I heard you mention North Carolina, potential North Carolina trip. We got big things planned for 2024. You know, I imagine we'll be in North Carolina for the U.S. Open. Uh, I imagine we'll be in the Georgia area in April. Uh, You know, we got a lot of events planned. Where's the Super Bowl this year? It's in Las
0: Vegas. Are you going to be in Vegas? a month or so. Flacco Jumbo Joe going to bring you to Vegas? Jumbo Joe. Yeah, some things have
1: happened since we la- last had a podcast, including unintentional Michael Block inc- incredulous reaction. Didn't plan on it. I was just like, no, come on. You didn't do this. My parents got my oldest son a Joe Flacco Browns jersey for Christmas. Like, come on, this this thing this this rocket's gonna burn out within like by the time the, the jersey, of course, isn't ready. It doesn't come till January because the guy was signed two weeks ago and nobody expected him to do anything. But they got him a legit Joe Flacco Browns jersey, which will be one of those weird sort of collector's items someday. I was like, Come on, no, you didn't really get him a Flacco Browns jersey. But uh we could. We could be headed to the Super Bowl. We'll see. Like in True Brown's fashion, our incredible kicker got hurt. He's been amazing. I saw that. And the that. punter got hurt, that. too. Kicker and punter got hurt. <laughs> uh, so I, that, like, I can't get too optimistic. I could, just could never get that up. It's a life of pain and misery. But uh, it's been so fun. A fun-ass team. I don't think we're going to win the Super Bowl. But, like, again, this is also why we like sports. A lot of fun Sundays. The ride has been fun.
0: It's been an incredible journey. They play tonight. I'm in Cleveland. I don't think I'm going to go, though. So... Um, I think I think we're officially off fields the Bears. I think we're done. I think it's time time to move on. Hey, let, that's a good segment. Why? What What are you
1: done? The the Cardinals game was underwhelming, or what?
0: I mean, they they scored like three points in the second half against. Uh, he couldn't complete a pass against the worst pass defense in the in the league. You know, I got a what USC. Did you see the USC kid last night? The Miller yeah. boss, the well, backup. This is the problem. I'm this a little concerned. Like, <laughs> how about Caleb? <laughs> Like, I don't know, man. I, can, uh, real quick. And I, I'm yeah. sorry for anybody that doesn't watch the NFL. Yeah. I think one of the craziest things as I've like been thinking about this, one of the craziest things in sports is that nobody has any clue how to scout. Um, quarterback prospects. They do, but just not with uh,
1: like a hundred percent certainty, or maybe fifty. Mean, it's like certainty.
0: a, it's like a, to- it's like a coin toss. It's <laughs> literally a coin toss. Like uh, Trevor Lawrence might stink.
1: Yeah, CJ Stroud might be a little bit better than Bryce Young. Tom Brady, I mean, t-
0: Justin Fields might be the best quarterback from his draft.
1: Then you got Brock Purdy. You got Lamar Jackson. Like, I don't know. You've got like guy. It's just hard to figure out. Joe Flacco. But also, you could third, not play. Was
0: third? Mahomes yeah. was the third quarterback picked in his draft. And everybody said, like, oh, yeah. everybody had Trubisky number one in that draft. I think, honestly,
1: most important is like the coach matchup. Like the the marriage mm-hmm. between whatever coach you land in or his offense you land System. in. Yeah. and stability obviously like some of these franchises at the top are just disasters and there's gonna be no stability and it's just a mess and so i think part of it is scouting crapshoot and then part of it is like the other side of what's what you're getting on the other side of it i don't know so. that's
0: where i have no no confidence in in the bears zero um
1: all right so this episode Is just one of uh, I don't know gratitude for great twenty twenty three big twenty twenty four coming ahead. So we're just open this up to listener. This is a floor. The listeners have the floor on this one. We're gonna do a mix of golf advice. We threw out an AMA, which we used to do. We used to do. We did not miss a Monday, Wednesday, Friday when we first started this pod. Monday could have been Christmas itself. I think we still did podcasts every single Monday, Wednesday, Friday for the entire year. So we used to do these AMA episodes when there was no golf going on. And they're going to do that again today for the last episode of the year. So a mix of golf advice. Um, Maybe the last. Got,
0: you know, who knows? Something yeah, might happen.
1: You know, the live the by framework deadlines. Tour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that deadline is just... Uh, I don't know. Not worth the we paper could, it's we on. Could,
0: we could we could find out that Patrick Cantlay is completely you know um, taking control of the tour by January first. Yeah. And yeah, you know, may, maybe. It, so maybe we it, do one it, more. It, the PGA Tour product is simply him playing golf. That's what we watch every every Thursday through Sunday. It's just him <laughs> waggling about. <laughs> we got if, some golf if advice you could, questions. Here's a, on here's, a, here's a question to yeah. kick this off if, if yeah. you who would be the worst player if you had to watch them play that you could only when every time you turned on golf it's your TV featured player only, feed. Yeah. only <laughs> was on that player who would be the worst one to watch that's a good question and, and who would be Ke- the best Keegan's pretty frustrating Right, I
1: I have really come to like and appreciate Keegan Bradley, but watching him can be a bit of a frustrating endeavor. Um, who would you put up there? There's options here. Who would you put up there? I think,
0: I think, I would least want to watch. And this is nothing to do with I. You know, he was a great story at the beginning of the year. I can't watch Kurt Kidiyama play. <laughs> what a pull!
1: He's he
0: just, just getting on the ball, blast Oh, oh just, yeah, I mean you know, It's just like it, it's just like everything I resent in golf is 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 personified through Kurt Kidiyama's golf game. You know how major league
1: baseball parks they put net all the way around the fault, fo- like the line. He needs one of those at every tee box. He's just sending foul ball, like beyond the foul line, into the stands. Just balls, right and left, getting under it, coming over it. It's just crazy. I don't like away, the I, he, like I, ends with I the don't like the time. way his
0: golf swing looks either <laughs> like it's just like he's got like a big bell reevee hat going on like it's like the whole the whole ensemble, and I think like I think I would genuinely like him as a person. he, yeah, seems, he seems like good. a great guy, yeah, I yeah. just don't like watching him play golf. that's good, all right, so we're off. we're off and
1: running first question um who'd you I most had- like to watch <sighs> oh. I mean, someone that's an artist, no? I mean, someone uh, someone that's combustible, emotional, positive, negative, otherwise, and someone who's an artist
0: with their game. Um, I, have, I have someone I want to say, but I can't say it because of a take.
1: Jordan Spieth would be great. Maybe. That may be it. That may be the one. Phil in a prior life, but maybe not right now. Um, Spieth would be up there. He'd be up there. A tiger would be great. I don't know about Tiger in twenty twenty three or four, but he would be a fabulous to kind of watch. If Tiger, um, if Tiger Hovland. could
0: come without Tiger could come without the social media coverage. <laughs> I think I'm not might allowed take Tiger
1: to tweet lockbox. There's no tweets, no catnip allowed. How well, would Like be fun. if I could
0: go back to if I could go back to my old life before this job where I wasn't really on Twitter. Yeah. I think I'd yep. answer Tiger.
1: Yep. Scotty would be fun because the putting would be interesting to watch nonetheless. And then, of course, you know, his movement with the feet and the shot making. JT, a lot of those guys are in there. JT. I doing, feel like
0: Scotty's too boring because he well, hits it too good. Yeah. Eh.
1: Potential. Yeah. That, that does. He is kind of a, a methodical about it until he gets up on the ground. What
0: about Hatton? Just to see him get. Frustrated. I thought about all him, but.
1: Guy seems to love, like, like he thrives in sort of the crappy courses, right? He's already, he's <laughs> tweeting about how special it was to get his master's invitation. I was like, don't you remember, like, taking a dump all over Augusta National, like, for the last <laughs> two or three years in a row, calling it unfair, calling it essentially tricked up, but then the invitation comes in the mail. He's all special. It's like, I can't wait to get out of here. So, um, all right, I got a great, what, you gonna jump in?
0: You know, last, last year, uh. Joseph LaMagna did a uh, an article about the PGA. He did like a PGA Tour live all stars. Yeah. Like, who you, you know, beyond the yep. obvious choices, who you should want to watch. And his number one was Siwoo Kim. And he cited he plays more aggressive than anybody else on the PGA Tour. He like literally goes for everything.
1: Yeah. He does just wail. He can get hot too. I mean, occasionally. Yeah. There's some some well, he runs a little I hot. I mean, he
0: can get ice cold too.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that He's might be what p- you're looking for. It's relatable.
1: Broke his putter right at 15 at Augusta and then had to putt with the oh, that was whatever, 3 iron or, or and oh, He was yeah, in the hunt. I mean. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um all right. I'm just Let's looking get, uh, at the
0: world rankings. Yeah. Tom Kim's 11. Oh god what
1: did he just win
0: Vegas again Summerlin what did he just win I mean like
1: TPC Summerlin
0: I think nothing's more of an indictment on on the state of the OWGR than Tom Kim being 11 right now and I I like Tom Kim but like <laughs> is he the 11th best player in the world like are we is this real is this, are we living in a simulation and i like and
1: i like tom kim you're just popping these guys and i like i think i'd like him. seems like a great guy after you shit all over their game having said that it's like what is the curb episode
0: (laughs) yeah having said that
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah, he shouldn't be 11th in the world. I would just, yeah. Uh, by maybe the SI golf rankings we should consult for Tom Kim. Distance
0: but, per, I mean, he'd get popped for distance per distance shot.
1: For shot. Yeah, he's a little <laughs> poof ball express for Tom Kim. Um, we're, t-
0: we're 20 minutes in and we haven't answered 16. one All right, I go, I
1: had a good segue from our NFL chat. I thought this was a fun, this is golf advice. Genuine SGS golf advice question. This comes from Dan. I'm 48. I have a young son and no interest in fisticuffs. And until I listened to your podcast, zero interest in American football. But your insights into NFL have piqued an in interest for me. Insights is too strong a word, maybe. And recently I found myself checking the scores that I'm watching Red Zone Live on Monday morning. And suddenly I'm hooked. It's an Australian, it seems, it, it appears. Big, big issue is I don't have a team. Now, the Bears are shithouse, and I don't trust poor-ass lame optimism for Cleveland. I would not consider op- my outlook optimistic on anything with the Browns. Um, so excluding those two teams, can you please steer me into a club that an Aussie rookie might enjoy following? The characteristics that I hold dear are team, are toughness, grit, and preferably the underdog label. But mind you, I don't want a bunch of losers. So you're really trying to thread the needle here, uh, Dan. Who should be my beloved team? Australian watching Red Zone on Mondays.
0: I've got got a suggestion and it's going to make you very upset.
1: No, AFC North, please. Who? The Ravens. No, no, no. You that would that's be accepting the, stolen property, stolen goods. That's, you want to be, You might be indicted for accepting <laughs> stolen property if you become a Ravens fan.
0: Well, he doesn't know this. The Ravens used to be the Browns. They moved away from Cleveland. <laughs> they and didn't move. Were they were stolen.
1: By the only owner, dumb enough that's gone broke, owning an NFL team not once but twice in two different cities. Art Modell dead and buried in the ground. Uh, but... <laughs> I don't think you should be a Ravens fan. If it's, I can make that any clearer. Nothing against the Ravens fans <laughs> themselves. Who just the team showed up on their doorstep. Great franchise, but uh, I would not steer you
0: that direction. I mean, I gotta. I would. Go ahead, I would definitely. What? I would steer away from the Chargers. They might be the least tough team in football. Yeah, I was going to suggest that, but then he
1: said toughness, grit, and yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah I don't think you want to go down that road. I would direct you to my brothers. <laughs> My Lake Erie brethren, either the Lions the or the Bills or the Lions.
0: Oh, come yes. on. The yes. Lions. Yeah. Great, Goff? tough, fun team right you wanna, now. You wanna, you're going to send somebody to root for Jared Goff?
1: You're rooting for Dan Campbell. That Aussie would get behind Dan Campbell in like two seconds. <laughs> or the Bills. Like, underdog label for both.
0: Uh, Probably you Josh pretty Allen. Good. You're going to have Josh Allen for the next eight years. Yeah. So I would go that direction.
1: Either my, my brother, Lake Erie brethren to the, to the East or West uh, and the Lions or the Bills. What I, do you have any others? You, you're going Ravens. Is that your suggestion?
0: I mean, I For, think the Ravens are the best choice. I can't think of anybody in the South. Like, maybe maybe you want to jump on, like, if you want up and coming, maybe jump on the Texans and CJ Stroud. Become like a te- Nobody's a Texans yeah, fan. Right. Not a bad one. And yeah. you could just could be a
1: good time you could to get in. Just be
0: like, you also yeah. think about like the franchises that might come to Australia when the NFL inevitably expands to Australia. Oh, God. So like, if you're you want to think about that, yeah. you're going to you're going to seed any any label of tough. You could be the Jaguars fan that are the most most likely to visit Australia. You know, they played oh, two two European games this year.
1: It's like the only games they've won. Of but then you'd
0: be a Jaguars fan and nobody wants to be a Jaguars fan, oh, even God. though their owner is a, is a University of Illinois alum. He just upset
1: some people. All right. That's our first uh, golf advice. Not really golf advice question. Um, what else? Do you want to do uh, another golf advice or an AMA? Where do you want to go next? I uh, let me pull an another golf. All right. All okay, right. You, All go. Right. you go. You go. I got it. I got a good one. Um, let me find it here. Okay, the title is, I Am I the A-Hole? All right? Am I the A-Hole? Which is kind of the theme of a lot of these golf advice emails. 46, two kids, 0-1 lifetime fighting record. I suffered a TKO in fourth grade cafeteria and knew enough to retire from fisticuffs right there and then. Well, I don't think the situation will lead to a fight. I need your insights here. One of my simple joys in life is playing nine holes on weekday after work. I keep track of the sunset times. I do my best to get over to my club with 90 minutes to go. That's plenty for me to get my 10 swing warm-up and huff it around nine holes. There's another guy in our club who has a similar idea, but he likes to get there later and play five holes. No problem there, except in order to do this, he often jumps me on the ninth hole as the last of the light is falling. The routing of our club is such that you can play holes one through four, then skip over to nine. The first few times he did this, I let it go. Eventually, after waiting on number nine tee for him to hit four balls out of my fairway while I lost any remaining light, I finally decided to say something to him in the clubhouse. I struggle with delivery (laughs) in conflict situations, but I think it came out all right. Message received. We laughed about it awkwardly, and from there, I thought it was done. The situation renewed itself a month or two later, but this time was even more willful and out of bounds. He saw me finishing on eight green, so in haste, he put a ball down on five tee and hit it out to number nine fairway to get in front of me. I was too bamboozled by the brazenness and ingenuity of it that I couldn't bring myself to say anything. I knew he was there. He knew I was there. And yet he went out of his way to jump me. I'm still shocked about it. Yet the final chapter was still to be written. A few weeks ago, with the (laughs) days shortening fast and thus getting in nine turning into a real feat, we had one last iteration of this. Yet this time he saw me on eight green and put his peg into the fourth green appears. I think if I'm reading this right, he put his tee into the fourth green. So before it was the fifth tee or out of four fairway. Now he puts a a tee into the fourth green from which he teed off into the ninth fairway. Not just disrespectful of a fellow member, but disrespectful of the course and the game itself. I haven't been this pissed (laughs) in so long and I can't remember the time that came before it. And I have kids. So this is saying something about how pissed off I was. Anyway, normal, normally level headed me, and my lifetime 0 1 fighting record was just like F it. Something inside me snapped. I jammed my tee into the ninth tee box, and one thought, and one thought only smoke this dude. <laughs> he was right about my landing zone, moving from left center to center of the fairway, set up for a perf- perfect for my baby fade. Well, guys, I haven't hit the center of the face on a golf club this well, probably ever absolute missile right at the guy (laughs) and in several sex and in the several seconds it was in the air i had a choice yell for or let it ride come what may i chose to stay silent (laughs) 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 luckily it didn't hit him but the quote buzz the tower scene from top gun definitely had had been summoned his reaction was similar to ed harris in the movie when he spits his hot coffee all down his shirt I admit I felt a little bit like Maverick for half a second. The guy picked up his ball and left. I wrapped up the hole, headed straight to my car, and tore out of there. It was a strange mix of satisfied, ashamed, and terrified. I've seen the guy a few times since. We've not spoken of this. He's not pulled the stunt again. So I think it is resolved. Sounds like it was an effective uh, resolution tactic. But when it comes down to it, in retrospect, it kind of seems as absurd and dangerous as road rage. Feels right at the time, but looks pretty stupid when you see someone else doing it. My question to you is, am I the a-hole?
0: Um God, good I, storytelling. I, I, love, I love this story. I love yeah. it. I love I love the idea of this like conflict going on between like two <laughs> yeah. of the four people that play regularly at like sundown Sunset. at this golf yeah. course, right? <laughs> like yeah. you're like When I when I was in high school, my my parents joined this club um like, I don't know, like 20 minutes, but like that. When I got serious about golf, they joined this club, and my dad and I would be like way out, out there late at night, like after he finished yep. work and grinding. And yep. there's like always, there's like five people that are always there at the same time, right? Yep. And yep. you know, we would have like our one time, this one guy, like he was always kind of an asshole. He played through, like he was grumpy, he was a really good player at the club, but he was grumpy and he, you know, he, he wouldn't say thanks, like, you know. And one yep. time he he like accused me of playing the wrong ball. And it was like I was in high school. It's like so it, it started this whole like little conflict of of this, yeah. but like this is unbelievable. This is an unbelievable story. I can't believe the guy was doing like I would have lost my mind too. I think he was it's... like okay to lose his mind. I don't think I think he should have yelled four.
1: I think at that point, you, you might be on the hook for some legal consequences, right? Yes. I mean, you got to <laughs> yell yelled for. for. Yeah. And I think the message a- still would be received, right? I mean, it's yes. still resolved at that point. May- <laughs> I love that. I love that he buzzed the tower. It worked out. And the guy never did it again. I mean, you should have yelled for.
0: I don't think you're you a That guy, that guy's the asshole. That guy. He, he's, he's the instigator. He's,
1: yes, he's yes. in
0: it. Yeah
1: yes you are not the a-hole should have yelled four you're
0: it's not like you're having problems like when the story started I was like oh maybe he's having problems with like slow players ahead of him in threesomes and foursomes it's like dude like in that situation go play other holes get your fix in but like you can't like this guy is coming into it and ruining his round
1: right but you gotta yell four
0: you could kill very. (sighs)
1: right right if you knock a guy out in a road rage incident like you're on the hook i mean if you like punch some guy you know it, it, he's the instigator entirely the instigator so um i i would yell for but you are you can feel nice and good that you're not the jerk in this uh while we're on road rage can i one more golf advice email that has nothing to do with golf but um I'm driving on the highway, minding my own business. This is from Scott. And notice there are some suspect dirt bugs on my windshield. So I deploy the wipers without looking in my rearview mirror. Upon deployment, another vehicle from behind me speeds past me, immediately pulls in front of me, and powers on their wipers, giving my vehicle a good spray down. This is a good road rage tie-in. Am I in the wrong by using my windshield wipers on the highway? (laughs) Have I broken the windshield wiper code? I know this has nothing to do with golf, but in need of, I never heard of this. People get upset. You can use your wipers on the highway. This is insane. The code is don't use your wipers if it's raining and you get to like the drive through and you like just blast the person, right? You spray the water off to the drive through window. That's the only time I think you should mind your wipers. But other than that, there's no wiper code. Get out of here with that.
0: I mean, the only other egregious time to use your wipers would be like if you were sitting in a parking lot, like behind right. a car wash, and just blasting people right <laughs> after they got their car washed.
1: Anyways, I found that email. I was digging through it. There's some crazy people out there. I love the idea of somebody getting pissed off and driving ahead of you. I would have been That's, cackling. It, it,
0: it's insane. <coughs> Is it? Yeah, I, I got I got irritated last night. You know, we land. I land. I'm on this pointless flight. <laughs> right yeah and this woman in the row behind me is trying to get out of this out of the freaking plane before it's just like
1: yeah 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 i hate
0: that she like made like i was like right behind the people i was in the window seat i'm right behind them she like made like a a a, like a a move like she was like going for it it's like what are you doing
1: yeah i mean these people people, people
0: are ridiculous um they are ridiculous
1: but one move you should go for at the end of the year here, is going to clubchampion.com. Don't jump ahead of somebody in in the row at their airline, but get yourself dialed in for 2024 with a custom set, uh, not custom, but custom fitting at Club Champion. You go to clubchampion.com, use the promo code Egg. You still get $100 for a full bag fitting. That's like their best offer they've ever done. $100 for the entire bag. I mean, that is a rigorous... Thing they put you through. If you want a whole new set, and I, I mean, suggest this I is the think best way to, to get dialed uh, and get Honestly,
0: a hundred dollars for a full bag fitting is it's probably like less hours than going going yeah. to be a simulator for that. A simulator for that long. Yeah, yeah.
1: My dad wants to take my kids to Top Golf. It's like, the kids can't even get the ball airborne. You're going to spend five hundred dollars in an hour. I wouldn't say That, that you know, but you know, hundred dollars for a full
0: bag fit and use the promo code Friday or I'm glad. I'm fi- glad Topgolf is going to sponsor us, you know,
1: good chicken fingers. I'll, I'll give them that, but it's, 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 I like everything these days costs a lot of money or $50 for any other fitting type with the club purchase. So you got to buy the club, hundred dollars, uh, a club, hundred dollars, full bag, $50 for any other fitting type. Um, Use the promo code Egg. I do believe they still have the bonus card still going on. You get 20% off on a, or 20% extra on like a gift card. So again, if you got to do that by the end of the year, you got to book it by the end of January 131 24. This is the off season. This is the time. Start getting dialed in both with your swing and your equipment for 2024. Clubchampion.com promo code Fried Egg. All right, you got any AMA questions that we had thrown at us on the uh, the old X machine, as I oh, call it? I got. Or I d- where did we pull, put I gotta those?
0: Pull it up. Well, I gave you.
1: I gave you time to. You want me to go? Here we go, Andy. Andy G. First response: If you could permanently be in any future future major championship venue from ever hosting a major, what course would it be? So this course, um, like in theory, has to be right. like a repeat.
0: Destination. I got one. Quail Quail Hollow. Okay, I've seen enough. I don't need any more. We have we have an event there every year. Like, please, no more. I know PGA. I know you've limited yourself by going to May, but please, do not go to Quail Hollow.
1: Improves t- Rory's chance of getting another major. We keep Quail Hollow in the ro- rotation, right? Well, the
0: president, the President's Cup uh, captain. Uh, is a big fan of Quail Hollow. He's told me that I'm too hard on it. Trevor. Before. I mean, the pros yeah. love it. I mean, right? They love I, it. M- more or less. I, mean, I from just don't need to wash it ever again. It's been <laughs> right. renovated like 10 times in the last five years. Every time it goes there, it's like, oh, they just did a renovation.
1: I haven't been to every major in the last decade, pick and choose, but I did go to 17 PGA. Weren't you there? Did you go to that? You were there for a part of it. No maybe i can't remember Where that was, was not that an Inspired quail hollow 17 pga oh i JT. didn't go i did not
0: go i did not okay
1: go. i thought for some. um is there is there an open championship one so uh, that that comes along every now and then i, I yeah no. it's harder to pop these so
0: um another i mean the... i valhalla i don't think it's going i don't think that's going to get more after this year <laughs> i don't think we need to ban it I mean, like, I, if you a want, PGA like, Frisco a Frisco has
1: taken the Valhalla one, spot,
0: basically. One that I contemplated was Pebble until they restored the golf course. Yeah, I, I thought about that. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay.
1: Go Go ahead. You You take another AMA question. I got to respond to a text message here. Go ahead.
0: Uh, okay. Um. Let's go with. Uh, let's see. What would you rather have happen? Your favorite team wins the Super Bowl or Blocky wins a major? And this is from Davos. (laughs) All right. So this is the
1: old what's good for business, but what's good for my personal life debate? Like, what what would I rather? You know, there's choices here. I mean, uh, come on. Blocky. Blocky uh, winning a major would be absurd. It would be hilarious. It would be just a, just a complete bam, uh, bonanza on this podcast and newsletter and everything else. But what this cu- question does not presume is that a major championship would also be great and a bonanza if Blocky didn't win. Like Phil, Rory, whoever, like majors could still be great. Um, I think it's my team winning the Super Bowl. That's a lifetime deal. Right, I mean that's a once in a lifetime deal. A major could still be great without blocky winning. I would suggest. What about
0: you? I it's for sure my team winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> I think I think but, I'd have a hard time picking between like the Bulls winning the NBA title or the or the Bears winning the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, I'm a massive Bulls fan. I think I think somehow the Bears are closer to Super Bowl than the Bulls are to an NBA title. Sure. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, uh, this was a great question, just for entertaining the hypothetical of Blocky winning a major and what would come of
0: that. So, um, I mean, the Blocky, the Blocky winning, winning a major, it would just be—I don't even know if I, I could log on to social
1: media. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's got the course record of Valhalla in, in, coming this May. It's in play. All right, Chris A.
0: 54, we had no another kids. one. Would you rather see Tiger win another major or Bears-Browns win a Super Bowl? Bears-Browns win another Super Bowl. I've seen Tiger win 15 majors. Right? Come on. Um, it would be great. Do you think I need to apologize if Spieth wins a major in 2024? Yeah. I another question W.
1: I think you need to apologize whether he doesn't. Either way, you need to apologize.
0: What do you mean? Why? Why do I need did to you apologize? You just
1: totally moved the goalposts on that take. Just shifted that one around. He's a star, bona fide star on the PJ. tour. <laughs> what did, what kind of the- what, what
0: what star has won like two events in the last six years that are just you know against like mediocre fields? I don't know what to tell you. He brings. He puts the butts in the seats. Yeah, that's that's fine. Blocky that's put, puts it in
1: the seat. Blocky had hundreds of people following his <laughs> blocky a star. It's a complete showman. It's an absolute <laughs> star. They're not coming out to watch Patrick. I think there's Cantley. a difference between Blocky. There's a
0: di- there's a difference between a superstar. Yeah. And someone who's an entertainer. <laughs> Are you
1: saying a three-time major winner is an entertainer? Former number one in the world. Is an entertainer? I don't know. Uh, I think I think that take has gotten off the rails. All right, Chris A. Fifty four. No kids fighting is behind me. If SGS events or or maybe fried egg golf events in this instance, because those are a real thing we could host. Um, events could have one tour pro play. Which mule would you in first invite? It's a good question.
0: Well, uh, we've had a couple tour pro- pros play. We have, we have had. Tour we had pros play. years years ago. We had uh, one of the mules that signed the document came to Ooh. one of our events. West Bryan. Oh, okay. At the AK. but then he uh, later yeah. Yeah. pulled his, pulled his name. Up. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the second fried egg event ever. Yeah. Uh, basically, <laughs> West Bryan did not win, and his Low, brother uh, George, gross? his brother George, I think, shot fifty nine or 60 oh, i think he shot 60 he put, partnered oh, with sean martin did i tell this story okay. before on the yeah
1: pod? maybe maybe maybe
0: he won low gross so if they, if they, they they won logo but they didn't win the event because we did like a shootout and and smart oh yeah had the C- first tee shot yeah. and he hooked yeah. it into the into yeah, the woods I think you have told this yeah i think you have told this <laughs> so shadowless
1: so, gore did not do well in the shootout thanks to smarten
0: he's getting uh, a drive eliminated on the first first hole of the shootout <laughs> i think um, west brian and his college teammate were eliminated on like the third hole kevin moore uh one of the minds behind golf blueprint won that yeah won that professor um, um
1: this is a good but, question uh, I, I, like a lot Justin of these Lauer guys. came
0: to our our brookside event he was amazing canton he was awesome
1: they're look these guys i don't know i guess we're limiting this to quote unquote the mule category which is kind of a derogatory term but again (laughs) ryan armor came up with it we didn't uh, say it um a lot of these guys are incredible storytellers like these are the guys who are at pro-ams and maybe some a lot of these superstars have so much money they're not fun they're not enjoyable they're not good storytellers um I, went, I once went to like a, the Arnold Palmer event in Classic at La Trobe. And they had Charlie Reimer, who like I didn't really, you know, I followed him on TV. He freaking owned the room. Everybody was like, he was amazing to watch. These guys are good at like being super entertaining, either playing with or hosting an event. A lot of these guys are pretty entertaining. Some of this new generation, maybe not because they make so much money. They don't have to be. But. You'd want a guy who's been around a long time, right? Who had a lot of stories. You wouldn't want a young guy. I mean, Sabo would be good because he would have some red ass to him. If you let him let him go, give him maybe a vodka soda or something and let him go. I I think Sabatini would have thirty years of stories to tell you.
0: Um, We had Gino Benelli come. He was amazing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, Want guys we've been on tour for 10 15 years with a lot of good stories we would accept any and all mules at events i think they would most most often be fun who would you
0: least want to have I i have an answer um maybe the frugal one i'll just leave it at that i think piercy for me Oh yeah. God. You know who might come, who might come to the event, who might register as an eight handicap is Jonathan Bradley. <laughs> Who's the better golfer? What's the better golfer playing under an alias story from 2023? Jonathan Bradley or Andrew Waterman? <laughs> Jonathan Bradley.
1: Cuz he was actually trying to do something sneaky. Andrew Waterman was just trying to keep a low profile for a couple of days bradley was trying to win you know 500 dollars in shop credit or something like that so
0: um all right i I don't remember any of these unsubstantiated rumors they i have like a brain that things go in and out yeah that's that's, we should keep a document
1: but the smith
0: uh the smith asks 28 single not willing to fight what is your funniest unsubstantiated rumor of the year i figured you probably remember these better no these go in and out i mean the the brooks
1: making the guys do a workout
0: that which came best. in
1: pretty substantiated but you know still we're not gonna it's a, it's an amusing enlightening one and then to topping the ball in the range and being unable to play is a pretty good one i think that's up there for me a lot of the toasty tales were really great
0: um I that i somebody else asked about the toasty tale i cannot i cannot uh tell it it'll, it'll reveal you know this is one i have can
1: that yeah i have one too I, I don't think i've told you yet but it's it's incredible and it's not i can't say it i can't but just put it this way it would make you a bigger fan of toasty not like assorted or he's a bad guy it would make you want it but it's just i can't we can't say it
0: yet it'll come out maybe this year um, I mean, we, are we going to the Sony just to see Toasty? Somebody asked. I, I, I'm somebody sorry, offered I to take the,
1: us around.
0: So somebody, somebody asked, somebody. what events we we're going to go to? Yeah, this year. What events yep. are we
1: going to? Um, that's a good question. I don't know yet. I mean, we usually book these things a week before. Riviera is likely. I would imagine. Maybe the players. Probably the Masters. Masters, probably the US I'm not Open. going to the players. Probably not the PGA. Just going <laughs> to... Um, maybe one of us, probably ne- neither. Um, I don't know. Then, then we'll figure it out on the fly. I don't know. We, we don't usually book these things in advance. We don't have game stories to write, you know, send in to the newspaper. Um, all right. What else do we have here? There's a million questions. Some good ones. Um...
0: All is right, here's the question.
1: Is there an episode of recording you guys wish you could get a do-over on? Like a podcast mulligan? I'm sure there's many episodes uh, yeah. like this. A,
0: a mil- like a million. I, I, would, I would say, I remember vividly, it was before our event at Lancaster in the fall. October. <laughs> before, I was in Lancaster for something, and we forgot to hit record, and we had to re-record. I was exhausted. I was absolutely exhausted. There's many of them. and and I forgot to hit record and then we or maybe it was before I shot it the first time. But anyways, I had we had to re-record and that will f- that I've never felt worse and because I was so exhausted, so tired. I think Will was with us. Will Will was with me and he saw like I was just a, I was that would, would be the one that I wish I could redo because I was so tired. What about you?
1: I, I mean I would say I don't have one specifically. Generally, sometimes our are like sunday of a major podcast i feel like aren't our best work we try to make them the best they're very important pods and and like i think there's been like a sunday masters one where i kind of felt like ah, we didn't really do that one great and sometimes we're just wiped out sometimes it's just like not as exciting uh sometimes they're great i think sunday at, like pga was one of our best podcasts ever kiowa pga was one of our best podcasts but I think sometimes Sunday at majors, maybe we put too much like emphasis or pressure on it. And there's been like a few master Sundays I felt like weren't.
0: Great. I think one of the hard things though too is, is when you do pods every day, you yeah, know, it's like not right. everybody tunes into all of them. Yeah. So there's like Did a balance your... between do you, do you bring back takes from days before, even though some yeah. subset of the listeners have, have heard that. You know that's right. like one of the hard things. I think just in general with the daily pods during a major, it's something yeah. we talk about every year. Is like we got to have like shorter pods. Minutes, 20. <laughs> yeah. yeah, have shorter pods during majors. We talk about this every year, and and at and then every year the majors come around and they're you know forty five minutes to an hour. On so like one of the tough <laughs> things is then you step on takes, but like this yeah. is the world yeah. we live in yeah. where like everybody's got to. Get their takes out, and then you know when you get if you if you're first on a take, then it then you'll see it you know trounced around social media. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, the the next days, so that's like one of the it's like a constant dance. I always struggle with this with Twitter. Um, is like, do you put takes out on Twitter or do you save them for the pod? Um, and if you save them for the pod, then usually they show up on Twitter without you know without any um credit uh credit Citation. as to where they came yep. from yeah yep so it's like uh, it's kind of like a tricky dance
1: yep uh this one from car for the course uh would professional golf be more entertaining if they could only play with 10 clubs i would strongly suggest no cuz they basically play with 10 clubs now anyways you know they don't play with any mid irons they don't play with any <laughs> yeah. they're, they've got 14 i think you need to get down I think to like 7 changes. yeah yeah I honestly we had another question like should they cut the bag to 11 clubs? I was like isn't it kind of in effect already around that?
0: So, I saw um, that Bryson played Sergio in a match with one club and some I somebody I haven't watched it yet, you know, uh, um, amazingly during my little break here during the holidays I haven't been firing up flight. Bryson's YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. But um the uh <laughs> Somebody said that the that this match with Sergio, where they each played with one club, was unbelievable. And it like, you know, like they think of Sergio completely different because how good he was. Like I do think that is a thing. Is that listen? Like this is why maybe it's a little bit disappointing where the rollback went and how little it is, how long it is till it's implemented. Um, you know, hopefully driver heads. But like some, you know, the skills are being diminished of players. Like. Yeah is Sergio Garcia is like a perfect example as the drivers gotten easier and easier to hit. And from all intensive, like all reports, the drivers continue to get easier to hit players like Sergio Garcia, um, get kind of, you know, their, their skills get wiped away. Um, David,
1: what's your favorite nickname you've come up with and why? I mean, (laughs) there are a lot of options here. Um, I, I like Solicitor I, General for Tommy Ganey, Personally, I think I came up with that one. Uh, I'm partial I, to the Septic Tank. That's a great one. That was you, right? And then p- a positive. That was you, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, you were. Sense. I think you were the piss bear, which just kind of makes sense. But now it makes 100% sense after two years of using it or whatever. Uh, that's a good one you came up with. I love.
0: I love the whole. The, the, the prince, the you came up with Prince Aponavidra yeah. is pretty good. I don't know so, if he is the Prince Aponavidra anymore.
1: Uh, I guess I could tell this story. I ran into the, the subject of that nickname, and he introduced himself as that uh, at one point last year, and that was a, a highlight. It was pretty good. Um, yeah, Piss Bear, Solicitor General. Usually, like, the off-the-beaten-path ones are... are we don't know where we're going. there's not intentional. We don't write a note. We don't come up with this. We don't plan it. It just happens while we're recording.
0: Um, all right. One of my Sam, favorite things was that ahead. was that poster or the, the graphic that uh, was on the T-shirt that uh, Jason, Jason Page. Page came up yeah. with. Because like he had nicknames on there that I'd completely forgotten about. Yeah, that was the best. Todd Watch.
1: There's just a lot of different goofy (laughs) things that come up. (laughs) Todd Um, Watch was great. All right. Sam, which one would you choose? You can golf every day, but at a course you don't especially like or even hate. He threw out a couple names. of Bad golf courses, potentially. Or you can play golf once a year, but a course you love, i.e. Cypress Point, Pasatiempo. Um, So once a year at a great course. Every day, you're allowed to play, but at a course you don't like. Um, what do you
0: got? I'm going to go with golf every day, A, because yeah. like that's yes. unbelievable. Yes. And I don't really care where I'm playing golf, if I'm playing <laughs> golf every day. That sounds like delightful. I remember w- when I lived in Chicago and worked uh, before the fried egg. Some of the best days of work I ever had were the days that I got up at like 430, went to yeah. Wavel- uh, Waveland, Sydney Maravitz for people that live there. Um, it's a nine hole course. It's right on the lake on Lake Michigan. Terrible golf course, but like it's right on Lake Michigan. And I would get nine holes in and I'd be like, you know, one of the first people off. I'd play an hour and a half, go home, shower, go to work. And those days, like I remember just being in a completely different mood at work. Right, so I'm taking golf every day. Uh, I just wrote something for for the hottest club in town, Club TFE, actually, club TFE. about favorite favorite round of the year. And everybody, I think, would assume that my favorite round was playing Augusta National the day after the the Masters, and it wasn't. And it it was it was playing our event at Old Barnwell, and it wasn't because of Old Barnwell. Like, sure, the course enhanced the round, like it mm-hmm. it made it better, but the reason was I was playing with like a childhood friend that I grew up playing golf with. I probably played more rounds of golf with than any other person outside of my like dad. Right. And mom. Yep. So I would say like that, like playing golf, so much of it is the company, right? Golf courses enhance it and are amazing. And, you, you know, but like if I'm playing Cypress point one time, that's all I'm, all I'm getting is one memory from the year of golf. Like I was going through my phone on my flight, because I didn't want to pay for the Wi-Fi for an hour, you know, and I'm going through my phone looking at photos and I like was remembering back to all the rounds. And it's like, that's what makes a great golf year is when you have a lot of different memories that you could think about. Like, what was my favorite round of the year?
1: Yeah, yeah, I would just add, uh, yeah, golf is no one course is no one golf course is bigger than just the ability to play golf, or wherever it is, you know, on a field or wherever it may be. And the, getting a chance to do that every day sounds much more fun and important than getting around at Cypress Point for once a year. No disrespect. I'm not going to gonna, that great course.
0: I'm not going to lie. The way you delivered that first line, "No one golf course yeah. is bigger," felt like something that you like co-opted from one of the many open letters in 2023, memo. <laughs> I just like well. I'm thinking about it on the fly here. Like I
1: don't know Augusta National. You just said you played there. That's not bigger than the ability than the game of golf or the ability to play it every day. So while it would be amazing to get to play there, uh, anyways. Um, here I got a question
0: else? for you. This is a, this yeah. is one that's directed really at you, John Steichen, okay. To a certain okay. degree, seven point one percent. It seems like Brendan doesn't like his job or golf in general. I understand this pays the bills, what? but why keep doing it if it's not fun slash makes you miserable or drags about? you down? I mean, it does come through occasionally on the pod. Why do you hate golf, Brendan?
1: I love golf. I love the ability to play golf. I love the ability to cover golf. I think in the year interview, we just talked about it. Like We try to like have fun <laughs> be like... I don't know. We're trying to like call balls and strikes. Everybody in this game is like conflicted in sunshine and roses. But we are incredibly grateful to be at the Masters, to be at these events, to have like we love the pros and we love watching them. I think that comes through more often than not. Uh, People just like it when we get angry about things more often than not. So I love golf. I don't know what that guy's getting at me for. Um, If the Browns and Jets were golf courses, what would they be? The to, Browns and the Jets. I guess they're playing tonight. Thursday night football. The Browns and Jets were golf courses. What would they be? Now, you could just do a Browns one. Browns, greatest football player of all time, Jim Brown. By Peter King, I wouldn't agree with this. Peter King called, or maybe changed it, called Otto Graham the greatest quarterback of all time. Arguably the greatest coach of all time, Paul Brown. So this is some real historic bones to this franchise. What are you talking
0: about? Jim Brown, The Bears have George Hallis. I'm
1: just telling Bears you. Have, historic, Bears have historic
0: Walter Payton.
1: Not great lately. So what would that golf course in downtrod shape, incredible bones, legendary, historic, golden age franchise? What would that golf course that's kind of beat? I up mean, you could been.
0: you could say Timber Point on uh, on Long Island, There's Charles Allison design that okay. uh, everybody right. says was one of the great golf courses. You could say Pebble Beach. <laughs>
1: Rabid fan base, just waiting to kind of get behind a winner. Okay, all right, that's a good one. Or, I don't know or about you the could Jets.
0: go sleepy, sleepy Hollow in uh, in Brecksville, Ohio. Okay, go, 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 go. go poke the poke the Clevelanders. You know, get get the Clevelanders all riled up again. You know, they. Uh,
1: yep. There you go. Um, what else? Do you want to Jets, do any other more? The Jets would be. They were good once. One Super Bowl and then just bad, really. Since then, entertaining. The fans. Jets
0: would be like a, a a course like that popped up. Maybe it's it's Nine Bridges. It appeared once on like the very highly on a, on a top one hundred list and never showed up again because they 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 paid, paid to the be readers. there. <laughs> yeah, I think Nine Bridges is still showing up. Actually, it, it, uh, coincidentally, hosted a big yeah. event for for the publication yeah. that it's on. <laughs> Just coincidence. Come on.
1: Um, What else? Do you have another one you want to go? Or does that, that bring us to the end? I think that you brings us to
0: the end there. Or, okay. Oh, you want oh, more questions?
1: We got an SGS golf advice on the weirdest golf courses you've ever played. The, this guy has a whole list going. I apparently threw it out on uh, Reddit. 35, this is Josh. No kids. If I'll have to fight... I, if I will f- fight if I have to, but really don't want to. I recently made this post on Reddit. Reddit was blown away by the responses. I'll send you the uh, I'll send you the spreadsheet right now. You can scan it while you're while you're answering. Uh, weirdest golf courses. He posts on Reddit. A bunch of people started sending them in. Uh, um, took everyone's responses, put it into a spreadsheet. My question is: What are the weirdest golf courses you guys have ever played? What made them weird? Do you have any additions to my list? So weird doesn't have to be bad. It can be good, it can be wild, it can be interesting. I would put for me personally, renditions in Maryland. It's like a one of those uh one of those, what do you call it, the where they mimic the holes. God, I can't come up with the name. The Chris Almeida replica wrote an article. Replica course. Uh well, yeah. It was just a bizarre, like they were trying to claim this one hole was like carnoustie and I'm in the middle of suburban Maryland and it's in bad shape. It was just a weird day weird round. I would put weird good Gullen for me was kind of a weird course. It was great, but just the way it's all on the central hill, like up the hill, over the hill, around the hill. I thought Gullen was was one of the weirder courses in a very good way that I've played recently. And You'd probably put a lot in the UK for an American player. Um, What about you? Um,
0: I see that they've got Lost Marsh in here. Um, okay. the first, it's my favorite. I played it with my boss, I remember years ago. It was the first time. The you funniest guys, thing was, I was Chicago driving guys back. I love lost mart, love hospital. I, I was driving back from work. I was, I was in war, I was in central Illinois for work. Yeah, notice that it's still central Illinois, it's not, you know, it's yeah. Because uh, the population, yeah. it's not something else. But I was in Central Illinois for work. My boss is like, "Hey, do you want to play golf this afternoon? I can meet you somewhere on the way back." And yep. I'm like, "Yeah, I don't have a golf shirt, but I'll. Uh, I got my clubs, and I'll just buy a golf shirt in the pro shop." And he's like, "I love this place, Lost Marsh." <laughs> so we go to Lost Marsh. <laughs> Were you familiar with it prior to this? I hadn't played it. Encounter? I had never played okay, it. all right. I'd okay. never played it. Uh, all right. So I roll in, I have to buy, I have to buy a golf shirt. The only golf shirt that, that was in oh the show shop shop oh was a bright red Nike dry fit, <laughs> lost Marsh, like bright red like, <laughs> fire engine red. That was. <laughs> Fire and, red. and we're out there we play five holes and i'm like what the hell is wrong with this place so everybody that has never been there and i've talked about it, i've tweeted about this there is literally water or ob lining the first five holes both sides yeah. and there yeah. are like cart paths near it so like they propel the ball into the out- i mean you're, you're playing it's like and it takes it took us two hours to play the first five holes, and I was just so checked out. I had, had a long day. I'd driven i yeah. driven like, you know, five hours in the day. I'd driven down and back from from central Illinois and playing with my I, I was so checked out. I just I, I told him on like the tenth hole, I'm like, you know, I never want to play this golf course ever again <laughs> in my life. <laughs> and this guy had told me it was like my his favorite golf course. Oh no! You know to play your ball. Uh, that yeah. would that would be one. Um, I think like I think a lot of the best courses in the world are really weird. Like the yeah. old course classifies as a really weird golf course, right? You yeah. got all the yeah. double greens. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like yep. if you're, I, I'm looking at this list and like what makes a weird golf course. Like I think people would think that uh, almost a lot of the greatest golf courses in the world are weird courses. There's something to be said about. <clears throat> You know, the most unique architecture being a little bit weird. Um Is there one that's more extreme with
1: the pars where you get five par threes or five or six par threes or par fives
0: that I don't know if that classifies something as weird per se, but it's different. Well, I mean, like Cypress Point's got back to back par threes, uh (laughs) Pacific Dunes has back to back par threes, uh, you know, has I think it what is par thirty four, um, uh, everybody, what is it? Cabot, Cabot, uh, the core Crenshaw course at Cabot. I think it's a par 34 front nine Valley um,
1: Valley's going to be that right. Isn't that a 68 will
0: think Sedge valleys weird because of that. Yeah. I think people will think the Lido is weird because like almost every tee shot's blind. Right. Yeah. Um, so,
1: yeah, for us, I think weird is probably going to fall more into a good, interesting golf course layout. Or some sort of weird ass like vibe going on on the tee or the clubhouse or some sort of, I mean, some of the courses where they they're, they're trying to tell you some story right with every tee box or every hole. Those are just too much, you know. You've now come to the point four in your journey. That's weird stuff, you know.
0: So. I used to play a. Uh, uh a course every year for the us four ball qualifier with my partner it was long we liked it because it was like long and we were both long it was just like felt like okay like no you know i'm as i'm approaching my like you know older years i'm you know currently in my late 30s but or maybe mid mid still mid 30s um but um you know we were like no 55 year olds gonna scrape through here and that's why we like playing there because we're you know so we used to play our U S four ball player, uh, at, uh, the legend of Brandy Brook. And it was just an extraordinarily strange golf course. Like some just, I, it's just it, like Mickey mouse shit. Um, and you know, there, it was just designed by the owner. Um, and, and just like every, you know, a couple years we were really close to making it out and, uh, and we'd like go back and like think about like oh where are we screwed up, but that would be one that I classify as like a really weird place that I played golf. Um, you know, um, preserve I, know. I
1: thought was a little weird for me, like a different right, different kind of place. Weird, good, kind of unique. Getting up there and getting around where you're looking at. Okay,
0: um, I think Spanish uh, Spanish Bay would be weird. <laughs> actually yeah spanish bay is really weird they have one one hole called the top hat and it's one of the strangest greens i've ever seen in a bad way it's like this dog like right <laughs> bunkers on the outside of the if, if, for good players you just launch it over the trees at the green and then you have this just extraordinarily strange green like a, a like it's like a literal top a literal top hat coming out of the green Um, That would be a strange golf course. That is a very strange golf course.
1: Um, All right, let's do rapid fire. How do you explain your job as podcasters to people who don't follow golf or don't know what a podcast is?
0: We don't. I just tell people I talk and write about golf.
1: Yeah, even golf media. That's maybe too generous an umbrella term for it, but it's very strange. Would you ever consider doing another house cat jungle cat rankings episode with KVV? Uh yeah, of course. Probably will. We should do that again. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Um, what else? How many Google Docs are you up to for agendas and notes? Just two. I Eight think two the many. first one was like four thousand pages. Just for SGS, only two.
0: Oh, I was thinking of the year in reviews. What I do is I just start new note notes all the time and they're untitled. <laughs> oh god. New documents? <laughs> That's a disaster. Yeah, so- <laughs> Like I'll be watching I'll be watching golf and I'll just yeah. start a new one. You know, I do a lot in notes app and then they're just lost. Forever I bet, I've started the to use the notes app a lot yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. I like they're it. Searchable. I like how yeah, you can like carry, you yeah. carry it around. You can yep. set reminder. I feel like it, all the notes app might be underused.
1: Um, Duncan White. Have you ever met someone on the wrong side of one of your takes who raised it with you? I am sure this is the case. For sure, but no, nothing clearly jumps to mind right now. Um,
0: um I've had some with golf golf architects. Yeah. You know, that that have taken that are have gotten frustrated with, with things that I've said. Sure. And it's sure. you know. I I one of my favorite lines, we had a golf architect that got got really upset this year um with us and garrett garrett wrote him something like you know he was he was mad he's you know saying stuff and and garrett garrett sent signed off something like you know as for our work we put it out into the public for public review like yeah, every piece it, of our content okay, is yeah. out there in the public and subject to public review and very much reviewed you know like yeah, i think that's yeah. the thing like if we do a bad job People will tell you you do a bad job in media, but like these golf architects um, are somehow like nothing can be criticized. None of them can be criticized. You know, you don't understand the circumstances. It's like, well, you didn't understand the circumstances of me trying to write something at, at 10 PM and have it, you know, posted in the next morning, you know, like you, you know, like there are circumstances with everybody's job. And I think the same with professional golfers, Right. I, I'm like very cautious. I don't like using the word choke, right? But mm-hmm. like a lot of pro golfers, if they're critiqued about anything are, are get mad about it and it's like, well, can we not, you know, you, you're not hitting the shots, right? But it's like, well, okay. I, it's like anything trying to call balls and strikes, right? I mean, you, you know, if somebody I'm tells sure me that'll... you did a really shitty job on the podcast, That's I say, fine. oh, okay, thanks for the feedback. I appreciate yeah. it. Right? I yeah,
1: we do want that a lot. I'd rather neg- more negative than positive. Sometimes I'd
0: rather get better. I, mean, I don't you, know. How I, do you ever know if you're doing a bad job if nobody tells you you're doing a bad job, right? Yeah. I imagine. I, there'll I just be think a day. like so many people Go in ahead. golf are are so so soft when it comes to critique. Sensitive.
1: I imagine there'll be a day we we have a, a chat with Billy Boy. I would like that quite honestly. Um,
0: um but just we're not we're not out there on the road. you know, but more than eight times a year I, or something. <laughs> I know uh, Mark Leishman's caddy. Um, he's he's yeah. obviously good friends with Tron, and I met him through Tron years ago. And I was talking to him at the U.S. Open at Brookline, and Leishman turned around. This is a good story. <laughs> and John Old, and he looked at he looked at me, and like you know when you know somebody <laughs> yeah. knows who you are, yeah. And he looked at me, and he's like, "Hey, mate!" And he kind of just smiled. <laughs> And I was like, hey, how's it We're going? He's like sending balls oh, down the right
1: field line. <laughs> and yeah. like, Legging he
0: knew, whole... he <laughs> without a doubt knew <laughs> that we call them like a, a, a first, like John L. first baseman yeah. with no power, you know, yeah. contact hitter.
1: <laughs> Great contact hitter. Oh, God. Like, yeah, absolutely without
0: that. a doubt knew. He was in on
1: the bit. Yeah. That's definitely out there. That that'll be more of those. Um, what else? Uh, which one course would you like to see return to the tour? PGA Tour or European Tour? Um, I don't know. Probably somewhere in the Western Open, I would imagine for you. Uh, one PGA Cypress Point. Really? Yeah, I mean, potential for that if there's a rollback and the the pro am is sort of reconfigured here. Small small um,
0: pro am now possible yeah. it depends yeah. on if that still exists when the framework agreement's passed <laughs> I,
1: maybe they own pebble beach by the time the you know framework agreement's all said and done i wonder how much group. pebble beach is worth the company It's a lot of stuff going yeah. on there yeah
0: yeah um i mean yeah, like it's gotta be, be one. one of the golf's biggest friend like biggest yeah. brand right yeah, yeah.
1: Um, this is an anonymous AMA from someone who works at one of the tours who couldn't put his question on Twitter. Uh, we have the four majors, but what would the four minors be the worst four events across the two main tours, the USA, three USA and one European to mirror the major. So three, the minors, uh, this comes from someone who works with right. a, a potential tour. Um, Can I, uh, can I submit my uh, European event? There's, we need a European expert for this. There have been so many dodgy European uh, well, events. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think that this ahead.
0: this deserves distinction. It's okay. not the worst, but okay. it deserves distinction. The Hero Indian Open.
1: That's At DLF. Great.
0: So bad it's good though.
1: <laughs> so That's bad it's I'm good.
0: Saying. Yeah. It's definitely a minor.
1: Um Bermuda butterfield is just i mean connotes everything they've got they've got guys like off the street just playing in, in that event in bermuda it's got to be up there
0: you just um, has to be in it i think you got to put which one's the one that the random mid-am e- exemption goes into the dominican uh, republic or is that puerto rico or dominican
1: it's one of those two that God, who has got, got in it. it who got in it the guy from the met i think got in it um what else? That I, I don't want to do all think, opposite field events. Memphis. Yeah, I
0: think I think you got to put. No, I think you got to put um, uh, TPC Craig T Nelson Ranch. Oh, yeah, in. yeah.
1: There the you Byron. go. Byron, that's a good one. No disrespect to Lord Byron, <laughs> but what they've done to that event? Uh, that's a good one. Byron Nelson, Bermuda, the Hero Indian Open. Uh, which in a strong field of Europe. Remember when they were in Cyprus and all those kazoo events? There's a lot you could pull from the Euro Tour event. Uh, All right. I got got a final
0: submission. Okay. The Tour Championship because it's not actually... (laughs) I went with Memphis. uh, All right. (laughs) Go ahead. The Tour Championship because it's a net event (laughs) and no other sporting, you know, uh, outfit has their... You know, the NBA doesn't play a net NBA championship, yep. right?
1: Yep. Yep. All right. I think that does it. I've got a bunch of golf advices lined up, but guess what? We're going to keep doing that in 2024. We'll do some more. You have any other AMAs you want to throw out there? There were some about. Course uh, I liked and this stuff. one.
0: Mike Mim, which okay. architect will be the first to do a co design with Blocky?
1: <laughs> Good one to end it on. Uh, well, I just, I don't know. I know the architect scene. I know it. I don't know it as well as you. I would say a absolute prerequisite top of the line of the resume has to be thirst bucket. The, the architect must be the thirstiest MFR in a crowd of, of guys that have to self-market, guys who have to be thirsty. Um, so it's got to be thir- the thirstiest one would, would gladly take Michael Block as a co-designer. Uh, I don't want to necessarily put that person on blast. I don't know if that comes to mind. There are a few. Um, could it be the time shirtless shaper Tommy Fazio two uh, in conjunction with, Mike with USGA Mike? Yeah, and now the PGA. You got the whole. You got two of the five families represented there with Michael Block and Mike Davis. Um, that could be the outfit, but again, it would be, have to be I, someone. I think as,
0: Jack as, Nick. I think Jack Nicholas is is a great great option for this just brush off jt who is this barbara who am i who
1: am i oh yeah, yeah we'll do it
0: it'd be perfect perfect for blocky too like they could do a call it'd be jack they could do a fake call where jack calls blocky and there'd be cameras there <laughs> yeah, yeah. and and blocky could go no no <laughs> <laughs> me <laughs> who no with me you want to do it with me? <laughs> no. And then he can be like, I just can't believe it. I can't believe this. This is, this is in real life. <laughs>
1: Blocky's course would be set up for, you know, someone who doesn't have Rory's lawn game, but everything else Blocky game, right? So incredible. It would, incredible it would co- it'd out- be
0: like, a, I, I've heard MJ's course. Like yeah. it ch- pinches down at like where the pros hit it because yeah. he's always playing money matches against yeah. the pros. Yeah. so it's like really wide where he hits it and then it pinches yeah. down so Blocky would do that at like 275 yeah. it would just narrow up
1: Jack's a great one there you go Jack's design I firm, mean Jack Blocky. Jack is the
0: answer it's without a yeah. question it's because like you know yeah. Gary Player maybe too you can put Gary Player in there too <laughs> because just because of the social content that they could generate from the phone call you know the big uh-huh. mic phone call type type uh, content, you know, somehow yeah. the PGA Tour social team would be there, <laughs> even though he's not a PGA Tour member. I guess they would go. Well, Jack Nicklaus, the PGA Tour member, They'd, so. they all.
1: F- the tour figures out a way to, <laughs> uh, you know, rain dry the non-Tour member content. They know how to get that going. <laughs> um, all right, I think that does it. That's a good question. Anything else you want to throw out there? That does it for AMA. We're at one thirteen here, so a good episode to cap the year. Andy all right thank you guys for uh, your continued support in 2023 we will be back maybe maybe one more if some news goes crazy I'm getting texts that the deadline's being extended as we've started recording this so I doubt that's going to happen maybe it does we should be back it will be Kapalooa week we'll be ready to rock and roll everyone have a blessed safe enjoyable new year and we will talk to you in 2024